I don't know if you know this, but Eric Nice came on to Cameo this week. So this evening, I requested a Cameo from him to introduce the show. How much, by the way? He, he was $50 yesterday, and he was $54.99 today. Okay. So Going up. It is going up. So I sent him a request at 6.55 p.m. He sent it back to me at 7.02. Yep. Professional. The first... That, I mean, that's the shortest amount of time that anyone has ever gotten back to us. Right. I mean, ever. Like, that was insane. Yes. He's... I mean, he's, he's like, not even playing the game right because, like, you can pay extra, like, $30 extra to get it in 24 hours. Okay. Which I almost did. Right. And then I was like, oh, whatever. It's a long weekend. I'm glad I didn't because you just got right on it. Yeah. So I haven't watched it yet, so you can watch it together and, okay. you know, take it away, Eric. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, everybody? This is Eric Nice from the Real World New York City cast number one. I want to welcome you to Pot Psychology with your hosts, Tracy Morrissey and Rich Joswiak. Peace and love. Jamila Jamil was on Demi Lovato's podcast finally. I saw that. Did you listen to it? No, did you? Yes. I have clips. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Firstly, here's how Demi Lovato introduces Jamila Jamil. Whether it's combating racism, standing up for trans rights, or responding to the climate crisis, our guest today is here to remind you that you don't need to have all the answers. Just the willingness to suit up and join the fight. <laughs> when did she get into climate change? Uh, I don't is that know. recent? Because you know what? She's villainizes bees. Uh, yeah. And that's I, a huge part of it. That is absolutely true. But I love that the gist of that is like, <laughs> like you, may, you just, don't have to be good at it. You just got to try it. You don't have to know what you're talking about to say something. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, that is what she proves. And she is not the one who proves it. Uh, the entire internet is that. Uh, hello, my name is Jamila Jamil. I'm one of the more divisive people on the internet. Um, <laughs> and uh, I am an actor. I am a writer. I am a host. And I'm also an advocate for many causes, mostly centering around mental health Space and I think I'm probably more known for my work within the eating disorder space. <laughs> She's known for her work in the diet and detox teas. I, what is her? World. I want to see what her Twitter bio says. And does she have pronouns? Jamila Jamil. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think her pronouns are she and her until you know until they change. <laughs> but has she expressly said that? I'm still blocked She's, on Twitter. She very much seems like the kind of person who would say that. She is? did. She she did say um, pronounce she, she and her. Yeah, of course. Um, I knew her. I knew she would. Feminist in progress. Actor, writer, advocate. The writer advocate. Yeah. She. Um, spoiler alert. She says she does not call herself an activist anymore. And then if, in a few minutes after that, she described what she was doing as activism. So. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a good that that actually was a good choice to not call herself an activist and to yeah. just call herself an advocate she really does just tweet right like I, I, <laughs> well she did argue what in front of uh senate she went to the u.n at some point the u.n that's right and then that's she, right congress heard her and <laughs> yes congress and then uh and she's hoping to take it to the supreme court so <laughs> I'm free of of looking at myself in the mirror all the day. Now I only look in the mirror first thing in the morning normally to 
you know, I don't know, like put on some eyeliner or check that I haven't like spat down myself. <laughs> poor James, poor James, poor, poor James. Uh, and then... <laughs> What's that laugh? They do it a lot. <laughs> That's the main reason why I got that clip. Mm-hmm. It's this like howling from the back of the throat laughter. Although at the same time, Jamila Jamila is talking about only looking at herself in the mirror twice a day. But if she's like, if she so doesn't care about appearance, why does she put on eyeliner first thing in the morning every day? I also, I mean, you know. That's the in progress part, I guess. I guess so. Let's assume that she's healthy with eating disorders. She's still, I mean, you know that part when in the Diane Sawyer interview when Whitney Houston's like, I'm thin, thin. Yeah. She's thin, thin. (laughs) She is. (laughs) So, um, well, okay, sure. Neutral about that body. I don't know. The whole weight thing is... I, 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 the, I find it hard to believe it's possible that somebody could be that thin naturally and I'm eating and I'm satisfied and I have no combative relationship with food and I just am. But I don't know. I also think that she's Hollywood yeah, and well, I she talks about it, it constantly. I find it hard to believe that she's not doing at least something to yeah. Mata and she but she plays it like that she is constantly eating. doesn't care i stopped caring and when i work out i eat and blah 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 and it's like okay but like then you have a great metabolism so maybe acknowledge that privilege while we're doing <laughs> that stuff right i mean isn't there like a missing part of the conversation kind of like pattern of we we take a, a woman in society we put her on up on a pedestal and then we uh overexpose her to the point where people become sick of her face the, the notion that like we overexpose somebody and that they don't overexpose themselves yeah is absurd to me it's yeah. like you have to acknowledge even if you want to say is she, but is she saying that this happened to her? Like no, is, she says it's a pattern. I, you know, I don't know if she's implying that. Like, how does she know it's a pattern? Because she she's experienced a scholar it? of celebrity. <laughs> I, she's more talking. She's actually coming from the uh, sociologist perspective. Because all the other things that she's an advocate for are all things that she says personally happened to her. Uh, yes, that's a good point. And also, she's she's also personally partaken in the harassment of celebrities like whether you want to say she's right about it or not she picks fights with people so if there's something about like how the world needs to be better and she's kind of a a a hope i mean she totally did that with the kardashians like with the with the diet tea thing it's like kim kardashian there's there's no better example of someone who's so famous that you know she's on the cover of every magazine exactly people aren't sick of her face yet right but I think that Jamila Jamil was. Yeah. Well, the way that she carries herself is that she's above scrutiny while also scrutinizing other people. And it doesn't really make sense. Like, it's like she's been called on her shit so much. Yeah. She's taken so many L's. And she still has this kind of like, I'm self-righteous and I'm doing good kind of thing. And I think that people see through it. I think not everybody sees through no. it, but I think a lot of people see through it. And it's like, yeah, well, that's what happens when you decide to step up, like people are going to call you on your shit. It's this is not a dictatorship, yeah. you know, and if it were, you wouldn't be the main dictator. You know Hello. what I mean? Yeah. Like, so no. like, what are you even trying to do here? Like literally. And by that point, she then becomes primed for smear campaigns, taking her words out of context, creating inflammatory headlines. Mm-hmm. And then the the world by that point is ready to bring her down. And then the way that we enjoy the fall of a woman, the way that we actually go looking for things 
to bring her downfall will go back 10, 12 years through her tweets or, or yeah. take interviews that she's done as far out of context and make them as inflammatory as possible. The sport that there is around the downfall of the woman. And then we destroy her. We almost make her cancel herself. This is absolutely her talking about herself. <laughs> she's, she's talking about when people notice right. that she was... A woman, but she's a woman, so you shouldn't be a doing that to a woman. A woman getting chased by bees so much. As though this existence represents all women. Well, no, celebrity women. Celebrity women, even. When did anyone ever pull down Meryl Streep? I mean, Julianne Moore. Jennifer yeah. Lopez. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez never. Rihanna. Yes, exactly. What the conversation never ever acknowledges is all of the people who are in their corner. And if you have a certain proportion of those, you're fine. And if you have the right amount of those, you're fine. So all you're dealing with essentially is annoyance. And you go looking for feedback, probably because you're looking for praise. And that's not what you get all the time. And then you start to blame the world on this thing that you have actively taken part in. I, but I, I just want to point out, too, that I did not go looking for stuff to, like, tear Jamila Jamil down. Of course not. I you noticed know she was. that she just I, I was like, who saying, is this person <laughs> that just keeps, like, Well, I watched The Good Place, up. so I kind of knew her, but I didn't even really know her name. Yeah. Um, I just knew her as Tahani on The Good Place. And right. th- but then I started seeing things, like, here and there. Yeah. And I Easy was like, headlines. oh, she Jamila has this? Jamil says. She has this? Oh, right. And she has this? Yeah. So then... I looked at her Wikipedia and her Wikipedia listed a bunch of like crazy <laughs> injuries. And stuff. I was like, wow, she gets injured a lot. And right. then I started looking for clips about that. And then I found the one where she's like supposedly broke her arm. But when I watched the whole clip, her arm wasn't broken. Her tooth wasn't broken. I'll admit that I did have fun doing it, but I wasn't trying to like tear her down. The thing is that I find that Jamila Jamil her words taken out of context are nothing next to what actually comes out of her mouth in large <laughs> chunks. I mean, she wishes her words were just taken out of context. Jamil Jamil makes it so that if she feels that she's taken out of context, she will recontextualize herself. And that's nonsense. I just, so, can I just point I just want to point something out. I Googled Jamila Jamil Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. And the first five results, I'll read them to you. They're from 2019 and 2020, her different interviews. Ted Danson almost killed Jamila Jamil. Jamila Jamil reveals all the snacks hidden in her dress. I think that's the one where she reveals that she carried steaks out between her legs. Yeah, she was at a party and nobody yeah. was eating and, and she decided that in between she her legs. Take, yeah, that she should do takeout. And was cr- uh, she's crawling on the floor in part of that story, isn't she? Oh, here. No, wait, here's here's <laughs> this is the steak story. Jamila Jamil knocked down Al Pacino, rejected Leonardo DiCaprio to smuggle snakes. And then we move on immediately to the next. And it's just woman after woman after woman after woman. And, and before it used to be harder to spot the pattern because there'd be, there were so fewer celebrities, so fewer women in politics, so fewer women in sports who were big names. Mm-hmm. So we would only see this happen once every five, 10 years. Okay. She's saying that this only happens to women. Yes. This happens to men. Yeah, you know just this happens as much. to men. Uh, here's an example. Remember that guy who had an interesting voice and he was like busking like on the side of a road and he had like an announcer's voice, yeah. like a radio voice. Yeah, the gold, the, the, with the golden voice. Yes. Yeah, what was his name? Voice. I don't know, but he was viral, viral. Viral. And then, and then things started, things about his past started coming out. Yes. And then he like fell down. Uh, Ted Williams. Ted Williams. So that was a really 
accelerated version of the cycle that Jamila is talking about. Well, and it's not just it's not he's they didn't do it to him because he's a woman. Ted Williams is running for governor (gasps) of New York. I mean, of uh, California. So is Mary Carey again. Ohio. Ohio. Oh, then then he's, Ted Williams, he's serious. The, the ex-homeless man with golden voice. I'm running for governor. Oh, he's run for president before. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to point out that he's on Cameo. Oh, maybe we should get him. Yeah. How much, how much is he? $64.99. Great. Yeah. And we have to be aware of it and we have to register that when we offer our algorithms, our clicks, our likes, if we add fuel to the fire... If we participate in these like vitriolic hashtags, we are funding patriarchy. How do you fund the patriarchy by participating in a hashtag? <laughs> yeah. What's the connection? Like, I guess. How do you do it? Because, how does that lead to money? Well, I think it's because um, men have all the money. So then you do the hashtag and they don't give women any money instead of Wait, giving her a little bit what, of money. What's the hat? But the hashtag is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Is she talking about Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg? I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You go into the shampoo aisle of a, of a, of a grocery store, whatever. And you go to the men's section and it's like, you know, everything's got sports grips and it's all about like conquering. I've never it's seen all a shampoo. <laughs> I've never. I mean, I always go into the men's shampoo aisle. I guess I don't know. Actually, men's shampoo is right next to the women. It's in the same aisle. The, exactly. And uh, I mean, like maybe I've seen a sports grip on like some Axe body spray, I guess. <laughs> but I, I don't know if there's shampoo with sports grips. What's conquering? I don't know. Like long wavy gladiator hair. <laughs> 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 like Napoleon, like like curls, like a white wig. <laughs> kind of like Viking, <laughs> like a red stain or something. I don't know. But then you go to the female side and it's about like fixing your damaged, fragile, broken hair. And it's like when we live in a society that teaches us we're broken. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like that that sugar free said sugar free um i mean sometimes your hair is broken right yes yeah, when you bleach it you um know? sometimes you need broken hair treatment yeah i would i would actually say that it's not the shampoo's fault it's maybe the hair <laughs> the dyes, hair dyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude go, get mad at the hair dye company aisle. yeah <laughs> <laughs> It is weird that they pick fights with commerce. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you piling on? Then it becomes piling on. If you have a new perspective that hasn't been given yet and you don't see that in the comments, absolutely add it in a polite and like hopeful way, I think. A constructive way. Yeah. (laughs) Even I'm not even polite all the time, but try to be (laughs) constructive. Be constructive. If it's already been said, if it's already fucking trending, if your opinion's already trending, are you piling on because you're actually trying to make an impact on the individual? Do you actually care if the individual gets better or changes? So she reads her comments. Yeah, I think. And she's admitting that. And that's a cell phone. Yeah. So, you know, it just the way that you said it made it sound like cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) You should like mark that down. 
that could be cell so- phone, cell phone <laughs> that is be, a thing. That could be <laughs> song lyrics for you. Cell phone, cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good song title. Uh, it's a cell phone. It's a cell phone. What's a cell phone? Cell phone. It's probably like a, <laughs> a cell phone. Wait, I, like I lost my cell phone. I lost myself. I think a cell phone. Cell phone is well, like a. I lost my cell phone. It's like an iPhone five, iPhone six. <laughs> iPhone six is a cell phone. Well, I'm cell saying phone. like losing it would be a cell phone because you're okay. absent minded. Yeah, but I somehow have to, have to convey that a little bit better. Something to think about. Okay, and and I noticed that you're going country with that a little bit. Well, I tried a lot of things. Okay, you know, in my head. I and think you should do like a between the sheets with cell phone, cell phone, cell phone, cell phone. Yeah, maybe something about like masturbation okay yeah because of porn cell phone cell phone like something like when i like when i when i masturbate on myself okay that is (laughs) country but i like it (laughs) (laughs) all right now write a song called it's country but i like it (laughs) I bet you can knock that one out. (laughs) Or are you just trying to signal to everyone else? Hey guys, I'm on the right side here. Don't worry. I'm still, I still fit in with the tribe. I'm against that person as vocally as possible. So you can all see that I'm, you know, I'm the right amount of like progressive. That's virtue signaling. Yeah. Talk about signaling about being on the right side. Never heard. Jeez Louise. (laughs) (laughs) So, Add on, add your voice if you think it's actually going to make a difference to someone's perspective. Mm-hmm. Don't add on just to be part of something. Time's out. Time's yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. <Does> she, <laughs> what? She does that so much. So, so she did that to Demi Lovato about the yogurt. Oh, sh- oh, I didn't realize that Jamila got involved oh, with yes, the. Yes, no, we discussed it on the podcast. Oh, you're right. So wait, what? Oh, I get. Yeah. You know what? I totally had forgotten about that because I was stoned when we did it. I really want both celebrities and non-celebrities alike to realize that you have to check your ego at the door. I know. Oh, oh my God. God. Both celebrities and non-celebrities alike. Yeah. Check your ego at the door. I mean, she just separated celebrities and, and regular people <laughs> yeah. into two different categories. Yeah. I mean, why couldn't she just say, I really think that people should. Well, that's just it. I actually want change. I sometimes wonder if some of the people online or in this world or journalists, do they actually want change? I know. Or do they just want a fight? Like, do you actually want things to get better? Do you believe in things getting better? Because what is the point of activism if we don't fundamentally believe change is possible? Can you pause it? Pause it. <laughs> why is she... She, the only thing she goes after more than bees is journalists. She is constantly attacking journalists and journalism. Is. I hate that. It's, that is it's so, so Donald Trump. It's so Donald it's Trump. It's Trumpian to the core. Well, see, she's confusing activism and journalism, and they are actually two not different the same. things. In fact, there are many people would say opposed to each other in many ways. And in fact, you're not allowed to be an activist if you're a journalist. Yeah. A lot of the time, depending a on lot how you of want to journalists, find that. And, like, it, like in the past, journalists wouldn't vote yeah. or register. Well, they would vote, but they wouldn't register for a political party because they wouldn't want anyone to know right. that they and are. They may have an agenda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about Ollie London? Yes. So Ollie London is an influencer 
they came out as trans and Korean and Jimin, which is someone from BTS. And they are trying to transition into looking exactly like this person. Jimin. Okay. Has Jimin um, commented on this? I don't think so. So this person came out and said... So I am going to come out today and say that I've been transitioning. I've been very unhappy with who I am deep down um, for the last eight years. And I've, you know, I've had like 18 plastic surgeries now. And I've just had a facelift, um, a brow lift, a temple lift, an eye surgery, a canthoplasty, um, and my teeth done as well. I just want to point out the way that this person looks is swollen and bruised because they just had plastic surgery. Right. So it definitely does not look anywhere near settled. Yes. Um, and I hope people can respect my decision. It's a very tough decision to come out this way. Um, but I am coming out as non-binary. Um, I don't feel I identify as male or female. I just feel like I'm just in the middle. Um, and my pronouns are they, them, Korean, Jimin. So is Korean a pronoun? Yes, and they're claiming that to have coined it. But also Jimin is a pronoun as well? Yes. I mean, can you do that? Can you pick they someone's, just did. Can you pick someone's <laughs> name as your pronoun? It- they did it because i know a lot of people don't understand me but i do identify as korean and i do look korean now i do feel korean i don't identify as british so please don't um refer to me any media or anyone online as british because i i identify as korean that's just my culture that's my home country that's exactly how i look now um and i also identify as jimmy and that's my korean name but uh not only that i just i know it's a little bit confusing for some people nobody's ever come out as jimin or korean but um i bet i bet somebody's come out as korean that's happened this is the first i'm hearing of it this is something that you guys know if you follow my journey for the last eight years i've really struggled with identity issues with who i am you know with who i am it's it's a very tough one so they said that they've they don't like who they are right. and they haven't and they haven't been happy with themselves for years and years. Yeah. I don't think the answer is to say that you're somebody else, but I, I, I mean, it's a theory, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm interested to see how this is going to go. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, to me, that doesn't seem like that path to happiness. Um, but I just want to say to people, you know, I get so many cool comments online. I just want people to be able to respect my decision and don't be, you know, non-binary phobic or anything. Just please respect that this is how I feel. The, they're really like leaning on the non-binary part. And it's like, babe, no one has an issue with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and And trying to like lump them together so that if you to have something to say about the the korean transition then it's like well this is my identity you have a problem with my identity right. as a non-binary blah 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 well i i think in a certain way that like whatever debates there have been about transracialism this video kind of puts them to bed because it kind of exposes just i mean like you, okay you're saying you're korean but you're not because you're just not because from you korea say it doesn't make it true. Also, yeah. well, I, you know what I was wondering? What if you're like a white person yeah. and you live in Korea and you're married to another white person, you have a baby. Is your children, is that child Korean? I guess technically, yeah. So yeah. then, so then if that person moves to America and then they're like telling people they're Korean. Well, I don't know. It weird. would actually, it would actually depend. I don't know what in America. Yes, they would be American. Yeah. But in Korea, I don't know what well, the custom is. Well, because in England, you're, you're British. It's cultural. Whether you're black or, yeah. Right. 
it's cultural. I think, I think it depends on the place as to like how they would conceptualize like what that means. Here's what I will say that like my whole thing is like, you can be what you want to be. You know what I mean? Like ultimately I don't feel at all like I have any place to tell an adult what to do with their life. It's not up to me to like dictate to you how to live your life. But I think people feel disrespected by it. Here's another thing too. When it's usually a white person that I've heard of, you know, trans racialing. I think like when you say I am this, what you're doing is you're presenting your white person's perception of what it is to have that existence. Mm-hmm. Because so much of what you learn and so much of, like I said, so much of race is externalized in that way where I think your relationship with your gender is just more intimate by nature i identify with the korean culture um i've lived in korea i speak the language i have the korean look now i look completely korean if you didn't know who i was you would just think i was a korean person disagree they don't look completely korean we'll see what happens when it settles but i think if i saw this person i I would think think it was a a a uh, if I just saw this person didn't know about their identity or anything, yeah, I would think it was a man with a plastic surgery addiction. I would think whatever was going on, plastic surgery was at the forefront of it. <laughs> yeah. You don't understand. If you're trapped in the wrong body your whole life, like you don't understand. Um, I haven't been trapped in this body my whole life, but it's been the last eight years and it's been very tough. So, Only eight years. But eight years what? Until they had a identity crisis or something it's been eight years since they felt like they were in the wrong body okay okay and wanting to be korean right but it was basically the body did work for them at one point the implication is which is not that's not a narrative i hear a lot no wait i want i just want to look at to see when bts okay so they formed in 2013 eight years ago (laughs) okay (laughs) so yeah so BTS came along and completely rocked Ollie's world. The thing about it that's different from the thing that's different about the Rachel Dolezal thing in them is that Rachel Dolezal got found out, right, and was plucked from obscurity, and you know became this infamous figure. Figure they are coming out. They they are have already had a huge platform and influencer. And they're coming out so like they're a voluntarily. BTS influencer. I don't know if it if the influence started with BTS or okay. if, it, if it was before it's just, that. Okay, I see. All right, I want to kick off our phone a friend series okay. by calling to okay. discuss this because she's Korean and has a and is a huge psycho BTS fan. Okay, and she knows so all she about know. Ollie, and Ollie is like a big figure in BTS TikTok. What are you doing? I'm laying in bed. It's 8.49 on a Saturday night. (laughs) Post-COVID. I I just, I wake with the sun and I sleep like as the sun sets. It's really weird. You're like a farmer. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? You want to talk about Ollie London? Yes. What do, what do BTS fans think of, of them? They don't like it. I don't think so. They don't like then who is this person like because this person's supposed to be an influencer right are they only a bts influencer or do they do other stuff i have no idea but i think 
I feel like this is a weird niche genre, a subgenre of influencers or some sort of public personalities that are like not even really, they're not even really celebrities. They're like just notorious for getting a lot of plastic surgery. Like Angelina or whatever her name is. Angeline. In LA. Remember that woman that had like billboards? Angeline, yeah. Yeah, it's like that kind of like level of fame. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's like to shock. People. So that's the platform is just the shocking? I think, I think so, personally. I mean, what else? I mean, if you really wanted to be trans race. I don't know. I just I feel like it's a lot of it is like shock value. But you know what? I get that. I understand why people are really upset and mad. But I don't know. It doesn't offend me that much. <laughs> 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 it's just fucked up. It's like, well, kind of like cool. Like somebody wants to be an Asian. I don't know. It's like never something I would have heard of my entire life. You know. And now we're like trending. Yeah. <laughs> It's like cool. We're finally like the cool Asian. Like Japanese were the cool Asian for so long. Wow, but you're now right. It's Korean. You're right. Like we're we're trending. Yeah. Wait. Hold on one second. Rich is gonna say something. First of all, hi. Hi. Ollie London's manager is Gina Rodriguez, who managed Mama June and Honey Boo Boo. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> and and that's the person that is on Honey Boo Boo yeah, that like got the magazine covers. Gina, yeah. Okay. With wow. Jennifer. I guess she's Jennifer's manager as well. Okay. okay. So she's moving up. <laughs> she is. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think honestly comparing them to like Rachel Dolezal, I I feel like she did something more kind of fucked up because she was like I don't know, really like passing within the community and like trying to do like grassroots movements. I don't know what she was doing, but like it felt more a little more fucked up than uh, he's just. I don't know. He just like really likes Korean culture. (laughs) I don't know. Is it not? Is it supposed to be offensive? It it should be, but for some reason, I feel kind of like not offended by it. Um. Okay, we have some questions that we want to ask you. These are five questions. All right. What do you think is worse? Diarrhea or throwing up? Throwing up? Yeah, me too. I don't know. I was bulimic for a really long time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you actually like throwing up better? Oh, no, no, no. I love diarrhea. Okay. Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's your favorite song from The Wizard of Oz? My favorite, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Okay, classic. Who do you think will die first, me or Rich? I think you will. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I feel like Rich, like, is really healthy. He is. Are you recording me right now? Yes, I told you for the podcast. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, are are people going to know that I'm not offended by Ollie London? I mean, I like your answer. I think it's it's your answer. It's an honest answer. But no pressure if you don't want us to include it. Yeah, if you don't want us to include it, you don't have to. We don't have to. Change my name. Okay. What do you want your name to be? No, I'm going to beep it out. Oh, yeah. What do you want your name to be? Jimin? (laughs) (laughs) Korean Jimin? (laughs) Do you have any of our other questions, Rich? 
Oh, oh, oh really when's like the last them. time you cried? That's a good one. Three days ago, because okay. I just changed my medication. Oh. And I started crying. Oh, Rich really will Rich will um be able to speak to this. She went on Wellbutrin. Okay. Rich got really emotional when he took it to quit smoking. Oh, oh yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I like couldn't stop crying. And then the next day I was fine though. Okay. But that's yeah, wild. It's just made me really constipated. Do you know how many enemas I've done just this week alone? On Wellbutrin? Yeah. Okay. Really? Oh, I think I read about that on Reddit. Yeah. I mean, they turn into like rocks. It just It's like adult rabbit poop, but like hard big rocks that are just a little <laughs> bit bigger than my asshole can make. Okay. So like I can't get it out. So I've been doing enemas. I'm eating a bag of prunes right now. Yeah. I know um, that. You need to do, you know, I take like chlorophyll because of tiktok but also like chlorophyll enzyme yeah that dude tiktok was all about chlorophyll Look what what is that i mean it's the it's what makes plants green why would we, <laughs> why would a person take it well you take it when you yeah, get apparently yeah. helps you with your digestion yeah, when you get yellow also, it makes your shit smell not, and not nice but smells very neutral i feel oh huh. really uh rich we need one more question do you have any pet peeves well, I don't know if this is a pet peeve. This is the first thing that came to my mind. I don't think this is a pet peeve, but you know when you're at like a barbecue and there's like, you know, different chips? Mm-hmm. I hate it when there's just plain tortilla chips without any salsa. Or yeah, chips. you're right. Like, as a side. Oh, you know, that's, like you get yes. a hot dog from the grill and then there's some plain Tostitos. Yes, yes that that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's awful. I mean, it should be illegal. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I hate it. I mean, at least a hint of lime chip, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. those I mean, are good. Right, if it, well, exactly. But, like, yes. side? Yeah, if it's going to... The yeah. tortilla chip has to be coated if it's to exist by itself. Yes, that's a that that's the caveat. Yeah, it's not like living its best life at all. No, and I like people that enjoy that. It, that's just like disgusting to me. <laughs> Who does enjoy it that? Is weird. You're eating maize. You're eating like cornmeal. Well, I will when I'm eating chips and salsa, chips and guac, chips and queso. Sometimes I'll have a chip for myself that's plain. <laughs> I like to throw in a plain chip every once in a while. Yeah, you but not as a side. Yeah, not sitting down. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like the last time I sat down and ate plain Tostitos, I was, like, in college, and that was the only thing left, yeah. you yeah. know? Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, my God, it's the worst. No, 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 balance is good. You gotta give your palate a break. Yeah. Yes, in between. Like, today I had a, a, a White Castle burger and a salad. <laughs> <laughs> Balanced meal. <laughs> it was the perfect meal. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for doing this. And do you decide what your name was? We're just going to bleep it. Oh, bleep it. Or Jimin? No. We're just right. going to bleep it. Okay. Okay. okay perfect. All right. Um, good night. Bye. We can wrap it up. All right. Well, I have a lot more to share. Okay. Well, let's do it on the bonus. Yeah. The bonus is just going to be a regular episode. And um, we're going to get to generations because we said we would do that yeah i have a great thing to open we, with. we we asked people to tell us whether or not we had discussed generations on the show one person told us we have not right although can we really go by one person it's all we got it's, it's all we got <laughs> let's okay. just be done
be done. Thank I, I you. was going to say uh, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash psychology to access the bonus episode. We're going to be talking about a lot of other things, a lot yeah, of other stuff. I have a big list. Um, also, we have a premium series called Wawu where we recap the real world. Um, we've done seasons one, two and homecoming. And now we're do- doing season three, San Francisco. And I want to tell you that I have um, gotten a very, very recent update all about Puck. Oh, and I have really? a lot of, to tell you about Puck. Okay. And what the hell he's been up to. Okay. And uh, you can hear that on Wawu. Wawu. Patreon. Patreon. Slash pot psychology. And. Ooh, one more thing. One more thing. Um, we're, I'm ha- we're having a sale on pot psychology tote bags. Buy two, get one free. Get them for grocery shopping. That's what I do. They're affordable. I, that's what I do. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. You used to call me on my cell phone. Day night when you need my love. Call me on my cell phone. Day night when you need my love. And I know when that outline blink. That can only mean one thing. I know when that outline blink. That can only mean one thing. Ever since I left the city, you got a reputation for yourself now. 